2022 will be an incredible year. With all the goals that we have set for this year, it will take at least five more managers to accomplish everything. So if you are focused and driven and you are the type of person that likes to make a positive difference in people's lives, please give us a call at 724-638-7588 or check us out at youngentrepreneur.biz. And again, the number was 724-638-7588. The website is youngentrepreneur.biz. The Bible is the single most important book that has ever been written. The creator of the universe gave us a playbook on how to live in his universe and the laws that govern it. On this podcast, we will explore what the Bible says on money, success, business, leadership, influence, relationships, and any other area that we discover may help us in business. So join us to discover the amazing wisdom of the Bible and how we can use it to grow our business and to improve our life. Good afternoon, this is Jacob here with another podcast. And today I'm going to be talking a little bit about being organized and disciplined. And there's really two areas of discipline. There is personal discipline, as self-discipline, and there's also discipline within your business. I'm just going to talk a little bit about different types of discipline. I'm going to be talking about what the Bible has to say about those things. I honestly think that when we think about what it takes to be successful in business, I believe that one of the most important key things that it takes to be successful in business is to have discipline. If you look at people who are successful, we have a lot of self-discipline. It's very difficult to lead yourself. It's very difficult to lead others if you're not self-disciplined. And for those of you who read a lot or hear a lot of good information, listen to audiobooks, podcasts, and stuff, some of this stuff you might have heard before. But one of the things that I think is really interesting is, for example, let's say you are somewhat unself-disciplined with personal finance. If you spend $27.50 per day, in a year's time, you have blown $10,000 on trivial things that don't matter. And I think that self-discipline is going is exactly the same way. It is the small actions that add up on a daily basis. And one of the things that I find interesting, and it's something that I use in my own life, is the fact that if you eat an extra 200 calories less a day, in a year's time, you basically have eaten 73,000 calories less, which equates out at 3,000 calories a day, basically 25 days of food. So, I mean, I'm not a beer guy, but, you know, let's say, you know, you drink a beer or two every night. That can soon add up to 200 calories in a big hurry. For others, it might be, you know, they like to get their uh, latte or their fancy hot chocolate. And, and I'm not saying any of these are wrong. It's just an understanding that there's consequences for these actions. I think that it, just being aware of it is going to make us more aware of it. It's going to help us make better decisions. Anyway, the first things I want to talk about is about discipline in business. So I'm actually going to read out of a couple scripture verses from the Bible. But before I go into that, I just know that in my own life, you don't really notice a discipline in the first year. And and something that I've really started doing, it was about two years ago, I started reading my Bible every single day or listening to it. It was one of my first disciplines where I said that this is an absolutely non-negotiable, is that I'm going to absolutely every day without fail, I'm going to read my Bible. I don't think I've missed a day since then. 
And the thing about it is, is what's funny is in the first year, you don't really, I didn't really notice the difference. Like it took a while for the effects to be known. And as about, you know, six months later, you really start knowing a lot about the Bible. You start figuring out a lot of stuff. After about a year, you, oh, wow, you, you know a lot more. And at about two years, I'm about two years now. I mean, I can basically quote scripture for pretty much any kind of circumstance in life. And one of the reasons why I started this podcast, I've been in crazy business situations and I can just randomly quote scripture that fits a specific situation. I just thought that it's something that I love so much and I care so much about doing what's right. And I just figured it'd be a really good thing for me to share with others the things that, you know, because I, I believe that we're all on a growth journey. And so I wanted to share with the things that I've learned and the things that has helped me in business. And uh, I just want to use those things and help other people. And hopefully in some way that I can impact your business or your life in some way to be better or in some way improve from the things that I experienced myself. So with that, let's jump into a scripture verse that says in Proverbs 4, verse 25 and 26, it says, Let thine eyes look straight on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. I think it's very important that we consider the disciplines that were taken, that we consider the actions that were taken on a daily basis, because the fact of the matter is, whether we realize it or not, they have major consequences. And then once we have considered it, only then should we let our ways be established. A lot of people go on in life, including myself, and I'm talking to myself here, we go along and it's easy to allow a habit to form. It is easy to allow things to happen in our life without considering the path. And, you know, I think it's very important that we don't allow things to establish it that will not take us in the right direction. Like $27.50 per day. Like the extra 200 calories a day. All right, let's go to another one. Uh, Proverbs 27, verse 23 to 24. It says, Be diligent to know the state of thy flocks, and look well to thy herds. For riches are not forever, and doth the crown endure to every generation. It says, Be diligent to know the state of thy flocks. And in other versions, it says that a little different. But I just love how this talks about being diligent. Diligent is being disciplined and organized and efficient and really know what's going on in your business. And that's actually something that I was recently listening to a podcast. There's a podcast called Impact Theory by Tom Bayou. Bayou, I'm not sure I got his name correctly. And it's such an incredibly powerful podcast. One of the podcasts they he had on Tillman Fertitta. Tillman Fertitta is a billionaire. He's a very successful man. And one of the things that he talked about on his podcast was is that one of the single most important things in business, if you're an entrepreneur, is to know the numbers. And I think this could really truly apply. I mean, this is where the Bible says, be diligent to know the state of thy flocks. So I think it's very important that we know what's going on in our business. Proverbs 21 verse 5, it says, The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenteousness, but everyone that is hasty only to want. When we're diligent, when we're disciplined, when we're organized, our thoughts tend to be thoughts of plenteousness. I think there's a certain sense of success and wealth when it comes to being diligent and being organized. It says, Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men. And that is in Proverbs 22, verse 29. You know, being diligent in your business, you're going to stand before great people, basically. The soul of the sluggard desireth and hath nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. Proverbs 13, verse 4. So now I'm going to switch into personal discipline and talk about, you know, disciplining ourselves, our body, the things that we have to do. 
And I'm going to start off with a verse from Hebrews 12, verse 11. And it says, Now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Now it says, Now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous. So no discipline is joyous in the pain. There's a pain. There's a certain sense of pain that comes with discipline. There's just a sense of that, but afterward it yields to, okay, and here it was talking about yield to peaceable fruit of righteousness, and this was talking from a spiritual sense. So let's continue to go on. Uh, Luke 14, 20 to 30 says, For which of you intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first and accounteth the cost, whether he hath sufficient to build it, lest happily after he hath laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. So I think it's very important we consider, what are we trying to accomplish? Where are we trying to go? What kind of disciplines do I want in my life? I'm only saying this because it's something that I had to discipline myself. One of the things I am doing is I make a conscious effort to eat less calories every day. And the second thing that I do is I quit eating refined sugar. It's not a huge deal, but I believe that over time it's going to, the, the compound consequences are going to start really adding up. So counting the cost, what are we willing to pay? What are we willing to sacrifice? What are we willing to do what it takes to get it? I had to give up refined sugar. I love ice cream. I just absolutely love ice cream. A lot of other sweet things, not so much, but I just got a weakness a little bit for ice cream. So I just have to eat less ice cream or eat ice cream that is not made from refined sugar. I mean, I really have no choice in that matter if I'm going to achieve something. All right, next one is, uh, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. When we strive for the mastery, we are temperate in all things. Now they which do attain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. Therefore so run, not as uncertainty. So fight I, not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and I bring it into subjection. Lest that by any means, when I've preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. You know, it says, so fight I, and I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Like I do what it takes. I beat my body down. I keep it under subjection. When I have a goal, when I have a race to run, when, when we have a something that we need to set our mind to, I think it's very important that we beat our body down, we keep it down, we keep under our body so that we don't end up not even getting there. When we have told others that this is what we want to do, when we tell others how to do things, yet then I'm interpreting myself, no, 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 that can't work. And that was from 1 Corinthians 9, 24 to 27. In James 3, verse 2, it says, For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man, and able also bridle the whole body. This is one of the things that I find very interesting is being disciplined in word. The Bible says, if any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man. That is one of the most important things. And, and I think the word that he's talking about is both internally and externally, the, both the words that we speak to ourselves and to other people, because I believe that words are more powerful. That does you more than it does the other person. When you complain about Joe to John, it tells you more about you than it does about John. And so it's very important that the words that we speak that we speak life. And then it says, He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Proverbs 25, 28. If you have no discipline, he that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. So very important. We don't want to be like a city that is broken down without walls. 
And then uh, I've just got two more verses here. Uh, Romans 12, verse 2, it says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Okay, so be not conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I think we have to change our mindset, and that is how we change the disciplines. When we change the habits, we by the renewing of our mind. And that is Romans 12, verse 2. And then one final verse, Second Chronicles 15, verse 7. Be ye strong, therefore let not your hands be weak, or your work shall be rewarded. So with that, I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing day. Thanks for listening. Have an incredible day. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us. If you have suggestions or comments or would like to have more information, visit jacobdlee.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.